Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Redmen TV. I am Dan Club, and I'm here with your latest Liverpool news update. And it's a bad news update, if I'm going to be brutally honest with you, everyone. It is the fact that Thiago Alcantara will be absent. He will miss the remainder of the season because of a hip injury, and he needs to undergo minor surgery on said injury as well. His his mysterious absence uh, against Tottenham is has been explained. Nobody was quite sure why he wasn't involved in the squad. We've only seen him passing on instructions to Darwin Nunes before he came on, which seemed to confuse even Jurgen Klopp as Thiago acted seemingly as translator. But now we know he will miss the remainder of the campaign. It's only a handful of games, granted, but it does sort of start a lot of conversation threads and it does bring into doubt and sort of ask some questions about where his future lies. And I'm going to get through all of that. I'm going to talk about the injury, talk about what it means, talk about some links to some possible midfield replacements as well. And yeah, I want to have a good old chat about Thiago and where his future lies. And feel free, please interact with me in the comments. I will do my best to get through as many as possible, particularly the best ones. They're, they're the ones we like. Um, yeah, I'll just quickly show you. So Paul Joyce last night tweeted that Thiago Alcantara, like I said, is to miss the rest of the Liverpool season with a hip injury. I think the main problem here for me, just to get started on it, is Thiago is a wonderful player. Nobody should ever and, and does ever really doubt that for Liverpool. He is a genius when he's on the ball. He makes things happen for us. He's just superb. But now we're getting into the realms of, if we weren't there already, we're getting into the realms of he just cannot be relied upon whatsoever. Like, we're very critical of the likes of Naby Keita, Alex Oxley-Chamberlain for their injury-prone uh, nature and the fact that we can't ever call upon them. And I think we are... We're there now with Thiago as well, to be honest with you. And like I said earlier, that does raise some questions about exactly what we do for the future because 32 years old now, uh, heading towards the final year of his deal. So I want to talk throughout this chat and this stream about where do we go for Thiago. So feel free feel free to comment on that in the chat for me while we go. Um yeah, so I want to come on to this. I want to bring up a tweet, actually, another one from Matt Addison. So I've mentioned sort of Thiago's injury absences. Now, he, when this injury is said and done, because obviously, like I say, he's missing the remainder of the season, he's missing our last few matches, he will have missed 65 games in three seasons at Liverpool because of this latest setback. Now, Matt's done the stats from Transfer Market, the incredible website that is Transfer Market, of course. Now, that is a crazy amount of matches. That really is. And... 
we've all we're well versed on the problems Liverpool have had in midfield this season and just how much they've crippled us in many senses, really, and what we've been trying to do. And like I said earlier, nobody doubts Thiago's quality, but when you can't turn to him when you need him most, that's a huge problem. Like fortunately this season, because of the emergence of Curtis Jones, and he's actually not been playing much Thiago because Jones has kind of been keeping him out of the side. And in this new system that we've been playing, it's actually Trent doing a lot of that creative legwork that Thiago would normally do. But it does, for me, and I love Thiago, anyone who's watched me do anything Liverpool-related in the past will know just how exceptional of a talent I think Thiago is. I think he's a bit of a genius, to be honest, but even I now am starting to doubt his future at the club, to be honest. Um, I want to bring up one comment before I get into the real midst of it, and it's from Bobby Gunn, who says, they had us in the first half, Dan. You're going to have to explain that. Like, that was on the comments before we went live. Now, I'm aware of the meme of they had us in the first half, but you're going to have to tell me what you mean by that, mate, because I am none the wiser. Um, Bobby has also returned with some possible candidates um, in the midfield. And this is what I want to talk about in a bit more detail a little bit later. But yeah, he's mentioned Ugarte, Palina, Chiuameni, um, also Kefrem Turan, Ryan Gravenberg, Alexis McAllister, who continues to be heavily linked to Liverpool, of course. Mason Mount, uh, Kone, Matthias Nunes and Gallagher. I mean, there's some names there. He's asking me, who would I go? One DM and two CMs if I was to choose out of them. Wow. I'd be, I, I won't. I won't say the DM yet because I don't want to go too early on that because I want to talk about one of them a little bit later. But out of those eight, I'd probably be McAllister and Chloe's going to hate me for not picking him out. I'd probably be McAllister and Ryan Gravenberch out of the ones you've suggested there, to be honest, Bobby. Um, yeah, they'd be, they'd be mine. Uh, yeah, and Bobby's returned and said it's the pitcher. Okay. Okay, I can, I can go with that. On the Discord, oh, I see, yeah, he's explained himself again, on the Discord being Canate. Yeah, now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. Thank you very much for explaining yourself. I was very confused. Um, let me know who you choose out of those as well, to be honest with you, mate. Those, um, you, can, you can pick a DM. I won't, I won't go too soon on a DM yet. I want to talk about that a little bit later. But let me know out of those eight who you decide, mate. But I think I'd just about be grabbing Birch and McAllister. I really like Mason Mount. Don't like Matthias Nunes much, to be honest. I'm not a fan. Uh, Turam, yeah, absolutely fine. Gallagher, not of the level required for me, to be honest with you. Uh, Kone, haven't seen enough of Kone, to be honest, to really make a judgment on him. But yeah, I think I think I would just about be hedging on McAllister and Gravenberch. But yeah, so I'll come back to Thiago. Like I said earlier, he hasn't been getting in the side. Curtis Jones has right. Curtis Jones has rightfully been keeping him out of the starting eleven in recent weeks because he's been outstanding. It's his shirt at the moment. He's keeping it, and Thiago's been watching on now. Whether that's been a little bit fitness related because obviously he's not long back from a little knock again, Thiago, or whether it's been based on form, or whether it's been based on the fact that Jones just plays that role better in this new system. Who knows? But this latest injury for me, raises the question, where do we go from here with Thiago? Because 32 years old, like I mentioned, out of contract in 2024, so we're heading into the final 12 months, much as we are with Joel Matip as well, and we're already kind of saying we need to sell Joel Matip. So, Thiago, what do we do? Now, at this point, I'd like to bring up a poll that I ran yesterday on our Twitter, which essentially asked the same question. This was before I knew Thiago was out for the entire season, by the way. Because Barcelona 
former club of his, of course, were reportedly interested. They wanted to take him back to the new camp, or the Camp Nou, whichever way you're inclined. So I asked the question, what would you do with him at that point? And sell him this summer is currently winning. There's an hour left on that. So sell him this summer is going to win. And it's winning quite comfortably. Keep and give him a new deal, 25%, a little bit over, and keep a no new deal with 23%. Now, I'm not surprised to see those two in that order because if you're going to keep him, you kind of have to give him a new contract because to keep a player of that innate talent and that ability and just allow him to walk away for free, that's just poor business. And it's something Liverpool have been guilty of, actually, in recent years. We did it with um, Gino Wijnaldum, of course, as kind of the case in point in all of this because so much of our midfield woe, if you like, um, stems from Gino Wijnaldum not being at the club anymore. And not necessarily just down to his what he offered to the team, but his ability to remain fit is probably the biggest point, I reckon, out of all of that. Uh, I'll bring up a couple more comments now. Oh, Joseph, I, I'm not surprised to see we've got some Curtis Jones slander early days in the chat because I did credit him. But Joseph Gerger says, stop it, Jones. And, oh, there was no way near the level of Thiago. There was no one. Sorry, I didn't see the full comment before. He's nowhere near the level of Thiago. Like, Thiago is an incredible footballer. But what Curtis Jones is right now is he's fit and available. And Thiago isn't. So, yeah, I think that is the big question. And nobody's going to question Thiago's ability. I've said that three times already in the stream. Like, he's boss. But what good is it being boss if you miss 65 games in three seasons like he has done? Like, that's no good to anyone whatsoever and um, I've been going to call JD74 says Taram is a beast but I think we will get mounts because of the homegrown rule yeah the homegrown rule is definitely going to play a factor in Liverpool's business you would imagine because we're like well we're going to lose Oxley Chamberlain we could lose James Milner they are obviously both English and um, so we will have to perhaps replace them and losing them too actually brings me nicely onto my next point in terms of with the Thiago thing you've seen the poll there that I ran on Redmen 50-odd percent saying sell him this summer. I want to get your guys' opinion as well in the chat, what you think we should do with him this summer. Because I get why you'd want to sell him, because, like I say, his availability just isn't there. He's not durable enough. But are we just adding to what is already a huge list of problems that we have, particularly in the midfield? Like, we're already losing Milner, Paps, definitely Cater, definitely Oxlade-Chamberlain. You add Thiago to that list, you've got somebody else to replace, you've got more minutes to replace, you've got an incredible footballer to replace as well. So it's a difficult one. Like I do understand giving him a new contract. The problem I've got is giving him a new deal seems counterproductive because he doesn't warrant a new deal because he's not available enough. Losing him on a three is madness. And if you sell him, you're getting yourself another issue that you've got to go and fix. You're not going to get loads of money for him. He's 32. He is injury prone, which is why we're sat here. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, and somebody else makes the point. Ali A, we have too much to do. Why sell him? Exactly. We do have a lot to do. I I just potentially, for that reason alone, fall down in the camp of keeping him just because you, he is brilliant. And if you get the right midfielders in, to sort of take off some of the workload. He won't need to play as much. Like, the thing with Thiago is when he plays sort of four or five games consecutively, you've almost, when he plays the fifth one, you go, oh, this is the game he gets injured. This is the game where afterwards Jurgen Klopp comes out and says, oh, yeah, Thiago's picked up a little something. Or Paul Joyce tweets like he did do last night and says, Thiago's out for a number of weeks. That's where we're at with him. But I suppose if you can replace 
Oxley Chamberlain and Naby Keita with Vlad who are actually fit and available maybe you don't need to use Thiago as much and if Curtis Jones to bring it back to him I don't want to go too heavy on the Curtis Jones praise because I know we don't like that um, if he remains fit available and in form like he is right now maybe you don't need to call upon Thiago as much as well Um yeah, I'll go through some more comments anyway. I won't bring up the wet toilet paper one because I think you're right, by the way. But um, yeah, somebody says here, let me just get this one. Luke says, I reckon a new deal, then sell him at the end of next season. Yeah, I suppose protecting his value would be a wise move, but you're kind of at that tipping point with him now in terms of his value is what it is right now. He's got 12 months left on his deal. Like... We might cash in on Joel Matip, for instance, this summer for that exact same reason. Another player who's had his injury problems down the years. There is a decision to be made around Thiago this summer. Now, I don't think the club, Jurgen Klopp, will sanction the sale of him right now because, like I said earlier, there's so much needs doing in that midfield department already. They're not likely to add Thiago going to that list. And also, Jurgen Klopp adores him. Like He knows he's a brilliant footballer. He knows what he brings to the table. He just needs to bring it to the table more often. Now, Jurgen Klopp and the club are probably likely to bank on what I just said in terms of getting better availability from the other midfielders around him to take a little bit of the pressure off using Thiago so much because we probably have overused Thiago, to be honest, and that's why these injuries keep occurring. Because like I said earlier, if you're just joining the stream, he's missed 65 games in three seasons. And at that point, I'd actually like to bring up another tweet Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. That our friend Andrew Beasley um, did, which is genius work, by the way. It's a staggering stat, in my opinion. And it reads, the ever-reliable, ever-durable Gina Wijnaldum made 33.9 appearances for every game he missed through injury at Liverpool, which is Good, like, really good, basically. Like, it's almost a season, a Premier League season's worth of games before missing one. That's what you want, really, from a midfielder. Whereas, Cater, Oxlade-Chamberlain and Thiago are all in the 1.4 to 1.7 appearances per game missed range. Quite the difference. That is staggering. Absolutely staggering. Like, those three players... And the thing is, we often chastise Keita and Oxford Chamberlain for missing games and being injury prone. Thiago's in the same bracket. Thiago is in the same bracket, unfortunately. It's a huge, huge shame. 
Uh, anyway, another comment. We've got uh, Seven Force X says, Thiago wages don't justify his playtime. We're running on a budget. He needs to go. Great play of six games doesn't mean anything or don't mean anything. I've sort of also corrected you there as I was speaking. Uh, yeah, I, I make you right, to be honest with you. And like I said, I'm probably Thiago's biggest fan, certainly in this office. But I just even I am starting to waver now on what we do with him because We've seen this season how important someone like Gene Wijnaldum and his availability is to Liverpool Football Club. And Thiago offers the opposite of that. Brilliant footballer, makes things happen, makes us tick when he plays, just not available enough. And is falling rapidly into the category that nobody wants to be in of luxury game player. Um, somebody else says, yeah, David is a crazy stat. Not even two games played per game out. That's how it reads. That is how... It, now... No, I can't even say to Caterham and Ox are bringing the average down on that because that is how it reads, which is heavy, really heavy. It's horrendous. It, it's That's the sort of stat that will lead a lot of people, including myself, to think maybe it is time because two of them are leaving this summer, Caterham and Ox. They're going to walk out the door for free. Do, this is why we need to have a conversation about Thiago, unfortunately. Uh, Sonny, Gar Sonny Garcher says, Paulinho, I think you mean Paulinho, from Fulham needed, if not Ugarte. Yeah, I've, the age thing there is probably the biggest difference to me. I want to talk about Ugarte a lot in, the, in just the next section, but the age thing is there. I think you'd be going for Ugarte over Paulinho for that reason. Both brilliant footballers, but yeah, I think Ugarte probably just about edges it. I just want to run through a couple more comments. Uh, yeah, Danny is falling on the side. Danny up the reds, should I say, sorry, is falling on Sel Tiago. And like I said earlier, that is where my poll on Twitter is falling down right now. Over 50% saying Sel Tiago. It's, it's a sorry state of affairs because he is wonderful. I love watching him play footy. I think he's superb. The problem is I don't watch him play footy enough because he's too often sidelined. I actually seen somebody tweet this morning, it might have been in response to that poll about saying keep him on, keep him in like a coaching role. He's too young to do a coaching role. Like if I'm having that conversation about James Milner, fine. Like he might go want to go and play football still because he's still incredibly fit. He might go to Brighton, prolong his career and be boss for them, so be it. But for Thiago, you can't even have that conversation yet. Like he's 32, he's not done. He's nowhere near done his career, so... You can't keep him around in a coaching slash translating for Darwin Nunes capacity. He's going to be playing football. It's just a matter of where, I think, because, like I say, unfortunately for us, we've got a decision to make. We have got a decision to make. And I just want to get your opinion because, like I say, I'm 50-50 on it in terms of selling him. I certainly wouldn't be letting him leave for free next summer. That's nonsensical to me. But do we sell him? Do we keep him? Do we sell him? Do we keep him? Do we sell him? Do we give him a new deal? God, it's tough. It is tough. Uh, anyway, I'll come on to the... Oh, somebody's just mentioned the McAllister news. Yeah, that does seem to be gaining quite a lot of pace. Actually, Rachel Todd mentions that. She hears this morning that McAllister is coming to Liverpool. I did see... I think Joyce mentioned him in his article and then Fabrizio Romano kind of doubled down on his view that McAllister is very much on Liverpool's radar. I think the IMOG, which is telling in itself, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's not exactly here we go or a picture of uh, McAllister wearing a Liverpool shirt or playing the piano or anything of, along those lines, but it's close. I reckon that deal is definitely in the pipeline. He's certainly someone Liverpool are keen on. 
but Liverpool are keen on a lot of midfielders right now, let's be honest. And I want to bring up this comment as well. It's Bobby Gunn back. For the price we get for Thiago, he'd keep him around and make him a Kante-type player. Just rocks up with no workload and is dropped in as and when he's needed in important games. I think that's actually a really good shout. And I think you can afford to do that with someone like Thiago. Like, we all know N'Golo Kante, literally, you say important games, you could have changed that to just Liverpool games because N'Golo Kante, I think he's signed in his, his new deal at Chelsea that he exclusively only plays against Liverpool now because, like clockwork, every time that game comes around, he's been missing for, like, three months. And then, oh, he's back in training on the Tuesday. And, oh, look, he's in the start eleven, And essentially running the entire show on the Saturday when we play Chelsea. But... On Thiago, I think there is scope to do that with him. Um, you'd probably have to give him a new deal, like I said earlier, because allowing him to leave for Nottingham last next season just it's just poor business, quite frankly, from Liverpool's point of view. We need to sell to buy, we need money in the coffers, but I do take your point. We're probably not going to get more than sort of 15, 20 million for someone like Thiago at his age, at his unreliable state of career. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good shout, though, because you could bring him in, drop him into Champions League nights, maybe. Drop him into 20 minutes, half an hour here and there when you want to see a game out. The, the balance of our squad is likely to alter a lot. Like, at the minute, Thiago's injuries feel like a huge problem because we haven't got the cover and the quality of cover to live with that forever. But that could change in the summer. We go and sign two, three high-quality midfielders all of a sudden, Thiago being out for a few weeks isn't the huge dilemma that it has been. Now, on his injuries, I've already said he's missed 65 games in three seasons for Liverpool. We should also say that the first injury he had most certainly was not his fault. That was down to a certain former Everton, now Tottenham player, who hilariously thought he nicked the point on the weekend, Richarlison. So Thiago's problems haven't all been sort of down to him and his fragile nature, shall we say. But they are what they are, and the stats are what they are. And unfortunately for Thiago, the stats on his injury since joining the club do not read well. Um, just a couple more Thiago ones before I move on to our latest transfer target. It seems... Let's see what this one says here. Toby Lerone, who I adore for your name, by the way. It's the best. I always comment on that. He thinks we should keep Thiago for Bacetis' development alone. He has so much to learn. He, has much, yeah, he must learn so much from Thiago. Sorry, I fell over that quite horrendously. Yeah, I get that. And I think it's something we've already seen with Thiago and Bacetis a little bit. We know, I think, their fathers play together. Celta Vigo, correct me if I'm wrong on that. So there is definitely something to that. Um, and we're seeing it with Firmino and Gakpo a little bit now as well. I think that's an interesting angle. Can you afford to keep someone on Thiago's wages around just to teach a very talented young kid the ropes? Possibly. Like, in terms maybe going back to what Bobby said a minute ago, you keep him around, you allow him to teach Pachetic and anybody else who comes in for that matter this summer how to be one of the best midfielders in the world, um, whilst also getting games out of them when you can, as and when possible. Um, yeah, possibly. I don't know. People are saying his injuries are down to his workload. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I just want to bring up this comment before I do move on to that Manuel Ugarte links. Joseph Gerges is back in. He says, Hendo cannot be more than a bit part player next year. I think that's right. I think Henderson, if Milner does go, I think he gets past that you drop into matches for 20 minutes here and there and see them out batten. You might start the odd one. But I do think we're in that territory with Jordan Henderson, unfortunately. Amazing, amazing football. Like, incredible servants of the club. 
much like Thiago, I just don't think you can ask him to go again and again and again. Just because of the style Jurgen Klopp's teams play and the amount of football they played in the Jurgen Klopp side as well. Like, that is ridiculously intense. I hear people talking about um, Tony Cruz and Luka Modric and how they are seemingly evergreen and just get better and better with age and are aging like a fine wine. Any other analogy you'd like to use there. But it's because the football's so much different. Like, they are sort of past masters, much like Thiago is, but he's been asked since coming to Liverpool to basically run his legs off. And it's told, like I've already told you, 65 matches in three seasons. He hasn't coped with it, quite frankly. John Henderson's done it for even longer. Like he's over 10 years a servant now and his legs are starting to go as well. It's, it's happening and we weren't ahead of the curve on it. We didn't sign the midfielders to replace it last summer, but we need to get it right this summer. And that's why the question marks are there over Thiago. Having spoke to you lot and seen polls and stuff on Twitter of my own, I... I'm probably in the camp of keeping him around and just dropping him into games and allowing that reduced workload to sort of take its effect on his availability as well. But yeah, anyway, I'll move on to Manuel Ugarte. I'll move on to that, shall I? It's been nice. I love Thiago, man. I'm gutted. I am gutted. Um, yeah, Ugarte. Sorry, I'm just checking notes here, as you can tell. Uh, yeah, so there's a massive summer rebuild coming for Liverpool, as we know. Now, we have been linked to the sports in Lisbon, Uruguay. Let's get the reports up in a second. If I can, if I can. These screens being backwards have confused the life out of me. There we go. So there's been various reports, and this Anfield covered all of them for us. They put them all in one handy place with adverts that just don't get in the way at all. How nice of them. Uh, Liverpool scouts have reportedly watched Manuel Ugarte, and a Uruguayan journalist has confirmed the interest from Liverpool. Now, if I know if I scroll down a little bit. There we go. So according to reports from CNN Portugal, Ojogo and a Bola and the journalist, the Uruguayan, who is also, there he is. I wish I never scrolled down because now I've got to try and pronounce that name. Brian Kuchman. I apologise if you're watching, if I got that badly wrong. But he said that the information is real and that there is interest from Liverpool in Manuel Ugarte. Now, very exciting prospect. 22 years of age. You have a quiet, you have a grind defensive midfielder predominantly. Um, I actually spoke to Aaron Barton um, of Proxima Giornada yesterday about this one. And to say he was waxing lyrical about him would be an understatement because he was. And now I know people on Twitter have been talking about this player and his potential deal for a long time. Liverpool look at him. Liverpool need to be in the in the market for him. Liverpool need to be making him a serious consideration. And I'm kind of with you now, to be honest. It's an interesting one, this, because Liverpool have predominantly been linked with sort of the attacking eights and not so much a six. Like I say, though, a little bit, Declan Rice, a tiny bit, not really the actual defensive midfielder role. And it made you wonder whether this change in formation that's seen Trent go in there means we don't really need the cover for that now. But the links to Manuel Ugarte suggest that we are still in the market for a DM, as well as the eights that we need, of course, too. So, yeah, I, I want to get your opinion on this one. Like I say, it's somebody who has been praised, I think, from, from the hilltops, really, in terms of social media. Not somebody we've all probably seen loads of, because obviously we all watch the Premier League, mostly, and a little bit of other leagues, I think it's fair to say. But we are keen on him. There is definitely an interest there. We are sort of scouting him, doing our due diligence on it now. 
For me, it does make a lot of sense. The age profile certainly makes a lot of sense. He's already been capped eight times by Uruguay, so they obviously fancy him a little bit too. And having spoken to Aaron yesterday, tackling and sort of his energy are his better attributes. And we've seen Fabinho essentially fall off a little bit of a cliff. Like his, a cliff. his form's got better in recent weeks, I think it's fair to say, as has Liverpool's, and they could be they could lend themselves to one another. Like our form gets better, Fabinho is better. And so be it. We've seen how important he was in the season when he went into centre back and that just didn't work. As soon as we got him back into DM, Liverpool started winning games, obviously went on that 10 game unbeaten run the end of the season to get top four. And we're doing something similar now, to be honest. And like I say, Fabinho's uptick in form has helped that. Uh, Masterpiece here says that Agent Darwin is doing his things when the comment comes up. There it is. Agent Darwin, Masterpiece, is doing his things. Yeah, obviously, compatriot, fellow Uruguayan. And that is actually a, an angle to this that I have considered in terms of it might actually help Darwin settle a little bit because we've seen flashes of Darwin Nunes and what he's all about, but we haven't seen him at full tilt yet. And I think we're all hopeful that we'll see that next season. But bringing in a fellow... Uruguayan, a uh, fellow international for Uruguay, somebody obviously knows, might just be the tonic that Darwin Nunes needs as well. I want to bring up another comment. It's from the Porting K News. It says, Ugarte and McAllister will be great for our team. The pressing from our midfield has been very poor and centre-back is also a must this summer. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the pressing has been non-existent at times. I think you've been a little bit kind. We're very poor there. It has got better in recent weeks, as your caveat. But compared to what it was, when you go back to Wijnaldum, Henderson and Fabinho, and a little bit of Thiago thrown in there as well, that midfield has been non-existent. It just hasn't been at it at all this season. It looks like it's run out of legs, run out of energy. And as I say, having spoken to Aaron yesterday, who well and truly knows his stuff on the Primera Liga, he couldn't speak highly enough of Ugarte. And his disciplinary record is definitely questionable. Like, I think it's 15 yellow cards this season. And this was a show I recorded yesterday. That'll be out later on this week, I should say, at this point on Redmen Plus. Make sure you check it out. But I'm pretty sure it was something like 22 yellow cards in, like, 80 games or something like that since he went to Sporting. So, disciplinary record isn't ideal, but it does also show you the fact he doesn't He's not shy. He puts himself about. He gets involved. He gets stuck in. And we have missed a little bit that this season. Like, Fabinho has been off it for the most part. So, replacing him would make a lot of sense. I want to bring up another comment as well. What have we got here? That's so weird. Ugarte reminds me a lot of Mascherano. I, I, haven't, I think I haven't said that to me before. Haven't you said that before? Yeah, that is so weird. The Cop Council, by the way, have just said that Ugarte reminds him a lot of Mascherano. Thinks he could be special under Klopp. Well, that's the plan. And it's fascinating you say that as well, because how many of these players, Bobby Gunn mentioned, sort of a handful of players we've been linked with before in terms of Mount, Gallagher, Gravenberch, McAllister as well, you could throw into that category. All say he could be special under Klopp. Um, another one saying he reminds me of Mascherano. Ali A. Ugarte reminds me of Mascherano. Mascherano definitely had that South American edge to his game, that little bit of bite. And from all reports, and having seen a little bit of it on myself, Ugarte definitely ticks that box. Dave says Paulinho's disciplinary record. I'll wait for it to come up. Paulinho's disciplinary record is also awful. Ugarte is the better choice overall. Yeah, for me, it's that's an age thing more than anything. I actually think Paulinho, he obviously has the Premier League experience now, so that's a box ticked in his column as opposed to Ugarte's. But age-wise, I think Paulinho's twenty-seven. 
like it's it's a no brainer for me. And also, I should mention at this point, this is something me and Aaron also spoke about on that show that will be coming out later this week. Release clause is like fifty two million, which I get is a lot of money. But when you compare it to what Chelsea paid Renzo Fernandez, you are not getting half the footballer. If you go and sign Ugarte for fifty two million, let me tell you right now, he is. He looks to be the real deal, and. I suppose the beauty of it is at 22, listen, if he comes in and hits the ground running, boss, great, go with it. He replaces Fabinho, potentially. But if he doesn't, and he comes in, he takes a little bit of time to adapt to the Premier League, Klopp style, you've still got Fabinho. You can rotate the two of them. And as much as Caicedo, Declan Rice make a lot of sense because they've got that Premier League experience, Paulinho as well, they're going to cost you a lot more than £52 So there's a lot of work for Liverpool to do this summer. And if we can make part of that work, signing a very talented defensive midfielder from Portugal, which has been a happy hunting ground for Liverpool with Diaz and Nunes, of course, it makes a lot of sense to me. It makes a lot of sense to me. So, yeah, I'll start wrapping up now. Before I do so, <coughs> I need to cough before I do so. And I'll look at some more comments. Um, yeah, Ali A says, let's raid Sporting now after Porto and Benfica. Yeah, like I say, we do like the Portuguese market in a minute. And that's a league on the up as well. That is a league that's sort of producing very high-quality footballers, and Liverpool are right at the forefront of taking them. Um, just a couple more comments. Yeah, somebody else saying that Henderson, Saxon is saying Henderson will take the role of Milner if he does go to a club like Brighton. If he does go... Oh, yeah, Milner going to Brighton, so that could make sense of that. Yeah, I agree. Got to take a drink. I needed that badly. Um, Ricky, was it Riley Green or Ricky Green? Riley Owen. No, I couldn't get that name much more wrong of a drive. On the bookings, Fabinho has seven in his last 12 games. Yeah, I don't think Fabinho's disciplinary record is very good either, to be honest. Um, I wasn't sort of criticising Ugarte for that. I was just saying it's something you do need to be wary of because it, it does cost you and it does also suggest that Although he's putting himself about a bit, he's late to a lot of these tackles. He's not quite getting it right. And Fabinho has definitely been guilty of that this summer. Simon Cook says Pellini has got a good five years in him. And I suppose when you look at the age profile, you would sign him in his prime with that season of Premier League experience too. But for me, I just think we need better value for money. I do. I think we need better value for money and something a little bit more long-term. Um, yeah, Portugal and Brazil have a common language. Keegan's just said, yeah, Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Uh, and we're adding to our South American uh, contingent as well. We're losing Bobby, so we may as well add another one to the mix, as well as McAllister, maybe. Maybe we could go, uh, yeah, go double on the South American front this summer. Just want to make sure I haven't missed any comments that are worth speaking about in there before I do wrap up. More people saying it reminds me. Another one, Biz Cal, reminds me of Mascherano. If he's anything like Mascherano, that'll do for me. Because I loved Javier Mascherano. I absolutely loved him. Now, talking about dodgy disciplinary records and liking to get stuck in, I think they were two things at the top of Javier Mascherano's CV um, because he, he had both of them. He definitely had both of them. But yeah, let's go and see what happens this summer. Um, I should also say at this point that Steve will be speaking to Neil Jones on Journal Insight, of course, as ever tomorrow. And he will be asking him the question about the link to Manuel Ugarte that, like I say, do seem to be gaining a little bit of traction this week. It started off as just being sort of Twitter talk, Liverpool Akeem. But all of a sudden, those Portuguese outlets are picking up on the fact that we are 
definitely interested in sports. And Lisbon midfielder Manuel Ugarte. So yeah, just to wrap up for me, Thiago injured, out for the rest of the season. What do we do with him? Feel free to continue to comment, have conversations among yourselves, speak to your friends. What do we do with Thiago Alcantara? Because this is a real, it's a puzzler for me. We've got so many midfield issues. We've got so much needs fixing. You add to your problems by selling him. He's got a year left on his deal. Do you give him a new contract? Do you keep him around for the fact that he's brilliant and he's going to help the youngsters like Pachetic? Who knows? We've already got... Uh, Naby Keita and Alex Oxley-Chamberlain leaving the club, potentially James Milner as well, potentially Fabio Carvalho as well. Who knows where his future lies? Do you really want to add Thiago to that list? I don't know. It's a difficult one for me. I'd keep him around, let him play less games, a lot less games, and let him teach the youngsters a little bit as well. And also, Liverpool are keen on Manuel Ugarte. And like I say, keep an eye out on Redmen Plus and indeed all the best Redmen Challenge challenges that does make sense channels for the more content on Manuel Agate including myself speaking to the amazing Aaron Barton and Steve speaking to Neil Jones yeah thank you very much for commenting thank you very much for getting involved I much appreciate it one quick fly through some chats because I've seen an interesting one Simon Cook says one year extension that make a lot of sense and also somebody here says spirit says loan out Carvalho yeah I think we might to be honest, I think we might because we're going to sign some midfielders. Curtis Jones overtook me in the pecking order. I think we might just loan him out. Anyway, been a pleasure. Thank you very much for sticking with me. It really has been great interacting with you all. Great getting some comments. Great getting your thoughts because as you could probably tell, I was very much 50-50 about what to do with Thiago. You've helped me a tiny little bit. Just a tiny bit. Anyway, that's been your Liverpool News Update. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made sense at certain points. I will see you all again soon. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.